And now the next question in the Shirt Lab Answer Series. Hello, everyone. This is Marshall Atkinson and Tom Rowan for Shirt Lab. Welcome to our podcast, the Shirt Lab Answer Series. Our goal with this show is to provide weekly answers to your toughest decorated apparel industry sales and marketing challenges. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get right to it. Awesome, Marshall. Today's all about closing more deals on today's Shirt Lab Answer Podcast. We're going to have our good friend, Ken Sadal, on the show to talk about techniques for sales closing. But first, let's talk a little bit more about the Shirt Lab event series. We've had events in Columbus, St. Louis, most recently in Washington, D.C. They were absolutely amazing. On August 3rd, we'll be in Portland, Oregon, and on September 28th in Atlanta, Georgia. Portland will focus on new ideas for sales and marketing for your shop, and Atlanta will solely focus on apparel line retail sales. So if you have your own shop brand you are trying to market, it will be a must-attend event. Learn more at shirtlabpro.com to get signed up. Great. Thanks, Tom. So, Ken, welcome to the Shirt Lab Podcast. It's great to be here, Marshall. Thanks for having me. You're a veteran of Shirt Lab, so you were at Shirt Lab Columbus. Why don't you talk about that real quick? Sure. Well, yeah, that was a great experience in Columbus. Uh, I spoke a lot to uh, some spelling, uh, the spin selling techniques, and it was just a very energized crowd. The presentation was interactive, and uh, I think it went extremely well. It, it was a really great event. Thanks. And uh, and you're going to help out at Shirt Lab Portland, but kind of give us the lowdown on what you're going to be delivering there. Yeah, it, it's kind of what Tom was saying. We're going to be really focusing on closing that sale. And uh, it sounds easy, but oftentimes not so much. So we're going to speak uh, to, I'm not going to let every all the secrets out of the presentation, but we're going to look at things like, you know, understanding a customer's needs versus a want and how to drill down to that need and and really apply your solutions to that. And then we're going to speak to asking for the business, you know, creating a presentation, a compelling business case to the customer right there that makes it uh, almost impossible for a customer to say no. It would be uh, silly. It would be a bad business decision, decision not to move forward with your proposal. So it's some really good and interesting things we're going to bring to Portland, and I'm looking forward to it. Perfect, perfect. So, Ken, where do you think shops struggle with the ability to pull in more sales and close more deals? Can you give us two or three tips uh, today that you think can make a difference? Absolutely. You know, I, I think one of the first thing is, and I kind of alluded to it a bit, is, is understanding what the customer's needs are as opposed to want. For example, you know, a customer may say, I want a certain price for this order. However, if you start to really ask the right questions and begin to understand what the customer's real needs are, perhaps there's other things you can bring to the table that really answer the question of the customer looking for the best value. So you may bring some things to the table over and above the price that are more important to the customer once you really begin to uncover their needs. The next thing, the other tip I would bring, uh, I would share is uh, the art of closing, you know, basically asking for the business. Again, sounds very simple, but you just can't say, you know, what do I have to do to get you to put this order in with the customer? No, you have to, you have to put together a compelling business case and present that to them in a qualitative and quantitative way. So the customer would be silly not to take you up on your offer. 
those are, those are the, really the, the two tips is understanding, making sure you understand what the customer's needs are and that your solution matches those needs. And number two is ask for the business in a compelling way. Okay, so let's let's pretend I'm a potential customer and you're a shop, right? And uh, I just, uh, I called in and I need uh, 300 shirts for an event in a couple weeks. And I don't really know much about the business. I just need my order done, right? And you're going to handle everything for me. And I, uh, so the shop has just given them a quote. Walk us through kind of what you would do based on what you just said. Yeah, absolutely. You know, first, I, I would compel the the customer to you know, to understand what the needs are of their shirts. You know, what is the program? You know, what is the timing needed? Uh, what is the what is the end customer trying to achieve? Because there could be a lot of things you can do and assist the customer to win the business and win future business as well. So it might not just be about okay, here's the quote: Do I have the lowest price? You get the business, or you don't get the business. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. If you begin to really understand what the needs are of the customer, what the customer and what the end customer are trying to achieve, there's a lot of what we call elegant negotiables that you can put on the table that can help you win that business. But again, it has to come down to you understand what the customer's needs are. So really, uh, it's asking better and more questions is what drives that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it can't just be this reactive interaction where the customer says, I need a quote, and you give a quote. No, no, it, it is. It's op- asking open-ended questions, being prepared, having questions prepared prior to the meeting with the client to understand, again, what are they trying to achieve? Because, uh, again, every shop has a lot more to offer than just a low price. And when you begin to position those offerings and match them to the needs of the customer, suddenly price begins to take a back seat and because real needs are being uh, are being uh, fulfilled. Ken, what would you what would you say? So we have some problems always getting people want the Cadillac, but they only want to pay for the Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get how do you get that meat in the middle, but still deliver you know what they want and and like hit that? Because I think. I think we're so used to the t-shirts being a commodity that people are always, you know, trying to drive down the price and trying to negotiate the price that we're giving them. And I think our sales guys, they don't want to lose the sale. So they feel that pressure, but at the same time, we've got to have profit. We've got to, you know, stand firm on our, our negotiation and in the prices we give. So there's kind of that back and forth of, gosh, do we, do we give in and, um, you know, how do we how do we hit that happy spot where we're able to be profitable and grow, but not lose the sale? Great question. Yeah, and it goes back again to questioning. So, why do you want the Cadillac? What what attributes of that Cadillac are important to you, and why? And you start as you start to look at those things. Some of the things may be needs, but I think you'll find out that many of the things are wants and aren't really needed. And uh, and perhaps can be exchanged with things that you can do for little or free or, or little monies that can replace those those initial wants, asks that they're asking for. And I think, again, it comes down to, okay, so why, why do you do it this way? 
Why do you need this type of ink? Why do you need this glitter? You know, all these special attributes that suddenly may have been just off the top of their head. But when you start to challenge those a little bit, challenge why, why do you need those things? They begin to understand, well, gee, or, or begin to have an epiphany that, you know, maybe we really don't need that not to mention it. And that's not really a, a critical item to the order or to the event that we're, we're hosting or creating promotional products for, promotional apparel for. So, again, it kind of goes back to, I don't want to keep having the same answer, but those, those question, that questioning and understanding what the customer is trying to achieve is, is critical, uh, whether it be you know, right-sizing the anticipation or the wants of a customer, i.e. the Cadillac, or, or, or other things as well. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, one question that I've had a, uh, a lot of success with is just, hey, uh, how are you using the shirt, right? That type of question where it's open-ended and they're yep. going to tell you, oh, we're giving them away or we're selling them or whatever can really make a big difference in positioning what you're doing. And then you can follow up that with lots of ideas and stuff. Is there any other question, Ken, that is kind of like that that you would recommend? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some again, that's a great open-ended question. So broad, but yet when you have that open-ended question, you begin to understand what what exactly is at hand here. Uh, what is most important about this order to you, Mr. Customer? Again, trying to whittle down to that need, not necessarily the wants and all the fluffy stuff around, but what is the core purpose of this order? And what's most important to you? What what is the? Tell me more about the event that this is about. That this this shirt is being. Uh, purchase for another great one again trying to whittling down to uh to the need of the customer because the more you match that need the more success of closing the deal right and can you and here's the other thing can you match that up with an emotion right so if let's say they're giving the shirts away to their customers right what's the emotion tied to that do they want them to feel grateful or, inner, or like happy with you because you're giving them a shirt, or is it just for I don't care promotional giveaway? Those are two different ideas. Brilliant, correct, brilliant, uh, absolutely. Because that you know, now you know what you're positioning, the type of shirt you're going to to purchase, and the type of artwork that you're going to uh, put on that shirt. Mm-hmm. Right, All right, Tom, bring us home, dude. All right, that's our show. Ken, thank you so much for helping us out with the podcast. Looking forward to uh, hanging out in Portland. We'd love to get everyone's feedback on your biggest sales and marketing challenges in your shop. So reach out to one of us, either Tom at shirtlabpro.com or Marshall at shirtlabpro.com and send us your biggest issue. Maybe we'll have a future guest tackle that topic for you. So don't forget to get signed up for updates for future Shirt Lab events at shirtlabpro.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks, everyone. Appreciate you. Thanks to you all in Portland. Thanks for listening to the Shirt Lab Answer Series. Don't forget to send your questions to marshall at shirtlabpro.com.